good evening. This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentlemen Debate. A program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific. A gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest. Idiots. Please welcome the host for this week's program, Cletus, who, as his name would imply, is bereft of benefit or use. Thanks, Colonel, and welcome to the fourth episode of Gentlemen's Debate. This is a podcast where us three gentlemen debate questions, which we decided through a predetermined selection process. The first segment is a question that we had 30 minutes to research, and we'll debate it for about four or five minutes or so. The second segment is where I picked a question in advance and didn't tell my co-host about it. They have no idea. And I'll tell you, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. You might have noticed that it's not Ethan on the microphone in the host room. It's Cletus. Oh, good God. old, good old Cletus. So let, let my, you you know me. Let me introduce you to my two co-hosts here. We got Ethan. Yep, that that's that's me. And then we got Fizzywig. Hello. How y'all doing? Good, good, Cletus. I'm looking forward to your first uh, your first official hosting of Gentlemen's Debate. Yes, this should be pretty interesting. Yes, I, I'm very happy, too. I'm in a very energetic mood right now, because you want to know what happened? Want to know what happened what? last week? What happened, Cletus? I won my first ever dog grooming competition. Oh, really? I, my mom told me I never could do it. Not even, no, nope, never. And it took me five years, but I managed to do it. Five what dog, years? Um, five years. What dog, um, how, how'd you win? What dog did you groom? Well, I, I groomed, uh, I groomed my pit bull, my, my pit bull Jerry, named after <laughs> good old Uncle Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, didn't I know bought you. him. I, I think, didn't... I think it's Jerry because I got him after uh, you the, think uh, it's Jerry? the passing of uh, Uncle Jerry. Well, by the time we realized he passed, I, so I got him. You don't him. even know the dog's name? No, I named, I named him Jerry after my Uncle Jerry, <laughs> who, who we thought was sleeping. What, no, like we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. But but anyway, I didn't think um, pit bulls even needed grooming. I thought they have oh, like really short coats and they're low maintenance. Well, they are. But how do you th- how do you think I won? I don't know. Hey, who says pit bulls can't be beautiful? Well, congratulations, Cletus, on some fine pit bull grooming. Well, well, th- well. Thanks, Fizzywig. That's very kind of you. So let's get into t- today's topic. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example, and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. And I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's It's time for a topic for debate. All right. Well, today's topic is the craziest sport you can find out there. And in this segment, we're going to debate for about 45 minutes. But for today, you must explain the rules of your game so the audience and us can understand how it works. So we're all going to state our positions, and then the rules of the game, and then we're going to get on to debating. Wait a minute, is it a is it a game or a sport? Aren't sports games? I guess. Uh, it's fine. I guess they're all sports games. Wait, this means I could have picked the weirdest video game. Well, dang. <laughs> so is it um? So it's the craziest sport. 
So and so it's got to be something that's like official, right? It's got to be like an official sport, like people do it. You just can't make up. We can't just make up our own sport right now and say it's the craziest sport. Yeah. Yes. Of course. I gave you 13 minutes to, to research a topic, and it has to be real. None of this made up goobly gook. Has to be real. So yeah. Real not, yes, sport. it has to be real. Let, let, let's let Ethan state his position for today. Oh, it's, it's me first. Okay. Well, I have probably the one of my favorites. I do it in my meaningful time I have when uh whenever I'm free. Uh, it is extreme uh, ironing. People go to uh, random places like well snowboarding or underwater. They iron. They iron their clothes. Oh. Yeah. What are, what are the rules? <clears throat> There, there's it, it. The rules are you have to iron your clothes. That's that's literally it. But well, how do you win? You iron your clothes. So if your clothes are nice and wrinkle free while you're doing extreme. Well, sports, let's say let's yeah. say you're skydiving, right? Let's so you, skydiving. You, 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 so okay, I, I okay, I can explain it. So when you're ironing your clothes, they need to be perfect. But if your clothes get any bit dirty, then you failed. You failed. This is a real sport. Well, yes. say you're skydiving, right? Let me, uh, and you're, let, yeah. Let's say you're skydiving, right? And you're trying to iron your clothes. If you iron your clothes wrinkle-free before you hit the ground, you win. <laughs> yes. But if you exactly. don't, you lose. Huh. All right. Well. I'll, I'll go off of the basis of what this article says here. It's uh, the Huffington Post. In extreme sport or performance arts, possibly both, competitors who call themselves ironists go to a remote location and iron their clothes. The domestic chore has been performed underwater, hanging from cliffs, while skiing or snowboarding, and even on top of vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a fantastic sport. Yeah, so literally people, they're just like, you see someone, you're like on the freeway, you know, you're stuck in traffic, and you see some guy ironing on top of his car. (laughs) Extreme sport. Oh, interesting. See, people know how to enjoy life to the fullest. See, this is why it's, what's the weirdest sport ever? Because literally, (laughs) you could do this anywhere. All right. Uh, What's your uh, top, your uh, position, Uh, Fizzy Wig? Well, the the craziest sport that I found or that I wanted to talk about is called cheese rolling. And the official name of it is called Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling and Wake. And so it's an annual event that's held um, in Gloucester, England. I think over there they call it Gloucester, but Gloucester, England. And um, so the rules are from the top of a hill, a seven to nine pound round roll of cheese and it's got to i guess it's got to be double gloucester cheese is sent rolling down the hill and then competitors start running after down running after the cheese they race down the hill after it then the first person over the finish line at the bottom of the hill wins the cheese so so it's it's the reward is also part of the sport you're actually chasing the cheese so the the competitors are aiming to catch the cheese however i guess the cheese it has a one-second head start, and the cheese can get up to 70 miles an hour. Oh, it's, and I guess it's enough to knock over or injure spectators, so I guess... What? Yeah, I guess it's pretty dangerous. And then, um, I guess, so they started replacing it with the replicas, foam replicas of the cheese, for reasons of safety. And then the winner actually what, what gets the cheese. the cheese. They win the cheese. Ha! Huh. Those crazy British, man. I don't know what they put in their cheese. So in, so in, so in God, Gloucester, England, they roll after, they roll cheese down the hill, and these crazy hillbillies run after it and try yep. to catch it, need it. Yep, that's what they do. And then if you're at the bottom, you get to the bottom first, you win all the cheese. Wait, wait, do you like have to have the cheese? No, you roll or... the cheese first, and then you chase after the cheese. Do you have to like pick up the cheese before getting in the finish line, or? Uh, what if you what if you rip it out of someone's hand? Like what, well, what what do you do? Do you have to run through the finish line without cheese or I'm, I'm gonna get into that in my arguments. That that's uh there's a lot of unanswered cheese questions here I can see. Okay. All right. 
Mine is called Head Table Tennis. And it's where they use their heads instead of a paddle. And a soccer ball instead of a ping pong ball. Interesting. Table tennis. So the rules go, you must use your head for serving and hitting. Any palm touches or other body parts will be a legal hit. Uh, best to 11. Must be served. Must hit on the other side of the net. All the basic table tennis rules. Must hit on the other side of the net and bounce and the other person can't hit it. And you, you can't use and any other part of the body. Other any other part head? of the body. So it's like an average soccer practice without using your legs. Yeah, there's there's like a bunch of people that get you know, really intense with it. So it's still like a serve bet to bet first person to 15, all the normal table tennis Yeah, all, all the t- normal table tennis drills. And they just huh. dippity-bop it with their head back and forth until someone messes up. Interesting. That, that is kind of weird. interesting because, like, I'm just imagining a bunch of woodpeckers on two sides of a table, and they're like, instead of like hitting wood, they're just hitting the ball back and forth. But I think they would pop it though because they got the really spiky gnaws. It's but usually not a woodpecker. Spiky gnaws? Oh, yeah, like, like their, their beaks. Their, their beaks. Sorry, not gnaws. What am I saying? Gnaws. But I thought that was um, a fancy I'm, word for beaks, a gentleman's word for beaks. They're oh, gnaws. Oh, and I did say it right. No, I don't know. I'm just, well, should we get to the arguments, Cletus, or what? <laughs> yes, let's get to the arguments after that weird thing about woodpeckers and well, knives. I'm just imagining, them. like, two woodpeckers hitting a ball back to, back and forth. That's, like, probably what the entire sport's about. Except it's not two woodpeckers, it's two weird Australian kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have to be Australian? Because most Australians do weird things. It's only <laughs> Australian? People? It's only well, it's popular in Australia. Well, you know what? I just looked up. A synonym for a beak is actually a gnaw. It's it's in the oh, it's in the right. thesaurus. Yay. I thought you were just making that up, but yeah, it's and All right. it recently. Gnaw wasn't on there before, but it's on there now. Sorry, sorry, Cletus. Sorry, sorry. Are we gonna get on to the debate? Yep. No, I want to keep talking about woodpeckers. So who gets to state their argument first? Because I'm I'm ready to just pound you guys into the ground. We already with this stated one. our arguments. Oh, that was our position. What? Who gets to start the argument? Yes, who? we already stated our positions, Cletus. Who now? We have not stated our arguments. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now state your arguments, boys. <laughs> Ethan goes first. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all right. Okay. So. I believe my sport's the weirdest because literally someone could be doing this anywhere. Someone done this. Let's see here. I got a list. Hang gliding. Someone did this while hang gliding. Did this. Now, just restate for the audience what they're doing while they're hang All gliding. All right. So, you literally, somebody is ironing their clothes while <laughs> hang gliding. Hang gliding. That's fantastic. And somebody also did this while snowboarding, skiing, hanging off of cliffs. And underwater, but I don't understand how it would work underwater because wouldn't that just make the shirt wet? I, I don't know. But so basically, the only rule of the sport is your your clothes have to be ironed. Like they have to be so they, they basically you have to finish ironing your clothes to successfully finish the sport to like win. If you don't do that, then you lost. So, literally, people do this, like, in rivers. There's a picture of a guy literally doing a handstand in the middle of a river on top of an ironing board while ironing his shirt. So, the shirt was above water. Yes. So, the shirt was still staying somewhat dry. Yes, but some people do it literally underwater. I, I don't know how. It doesn't specify. But so, you're, so, you're saying that's why it's crazier than head table tennis or... Um... Cheese rolling. Yes, because literally somebody went around like ironing on top of cars in the sky, snowboarding and skiing. Like people do uh, this. All right. Everywhere. All right. All right. Okay. We got it. Yeah. Now, we, so it's crazy and all. But what does Fizzywig have to say about his topic? Well, 
just to compare the cheese rolling to ironing, I, I, I think I even heard Ethan say himself that um, the uh, ironing is almost like a performance art. I don't really see it. I, I consider a sport something where there's a winner and a loser. And I, and I think it'd be open to interpretation, a lot like figure skating. You know, like they say, oh, well, they, they did a, a better triple axle than the other guy. But I, I'm always, I never like sports where it's subjective, where somebody's got a, this one, cheese rolling, man, you're the last, you're the first one at the, down the hill. And these 10 pound rolls of cheese or wheels of cheese are rolling down after you and people are getting hurt. I was reading <laughs> some of the injuries and they're, they're, some of them are quite brutal. Wait, um, are you, so you're saying somebody doing uh, ironing in a river while doing a handstand is less dangerous than somebody rolling cheese down a hill and running after it? Well, every year there are people injured, sometimes horrifically, um, by the cheese. They get rolled over by cheese. There's bones getting broken. And in two races in 1998, 33 injuries. And I they bet. had to abandon the races. How many people were injured ironing? These fools ironing underwater and hang I bet gliding. nine out of ten times ironing would probably get more injuries than cheese rolling. Okay, this isn't about betting. This is about all right. Facts. All right, I'm all gonna right. get the facts. I've got cold hard. Okay, the, boys. Okay, okay, boys. Yeah. We understand. That's for later. We ain't beating yet. I still haven't stated my argument yet. Oh. I am the the one the one voice of reason in this. <laughs> Box of kooks. <laughs> I'm the one voice of reason. All right. Well, my my argument is that is why on earth would you ever think of that? Like, imagine this. Imagine this. Two Australian kids playing table tennis and got real bored, right? And they're like, we could be normal people and go buy another game, but no. They had to get a soccer ball and start beating it across the table with their heads. That's just strange. I understand she's rolling, but, but like, it's not that strange. Let's be honest. Who hasn't rolled a cheese wheel down the hill and chased <laughs> after it? Because I know I have. Well, where, where you're from, Cletus, they do things a little different, I think. Yeah, maybe, but. But I'm, I'm telling just... you, two Australian, two Australian kids were goofing off one day, and that's how it was b- made. And that's that's just stupid. And that's why it's crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it's pretty – everybody everybody I know kind of has a ping-pong table in their basement. I don't know people that have giant 10-pound wheels of Gloucester cheese. And and I'm not going to lie to you, ironing all – like competitive ironing, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I I'm gonna have to uh, agree with uh, with uh, Fizzywig here that people like kids would do this in their basement, basically. Like you got you got you got a ping pong table and you got a soccer ball. I would just say they're practicing for soccer. You or know, I'd, I'd say they're being kids. Yeah, yeah. I'd say what the heck's gone wrong with our generation? <laughs> <laughs> Whacking away at these soccer balls. All that same, same thing if I saw 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 someone iron doing crazy. Now if I saw them running down a wheel after a after a wheel of cheese, I'd slap their back and say, "Go get him, son!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's gonna win me a wheel of cheese. Okay, I want I want some honesty here. I have a, I have a question for both you guys. How many times in your life have you seen somebody hit a soccer ball with their head? Uh, I'd probably say around quite like, a few times. Quite, quite a, a few, times. yeah, quite a few times. Too. Okay, me too, yeah. me too. So, second question: How many of you have actually seen somebody chasing a wheel of cheese down a hill? I actually saw somebody doing that once. Where? Uh, I believe it was at the park. There was somebody who was literally trying to Im- like imitate what the sport was, and really? then there was people doing it. Yeah. They were rolling, uh, like, you know those cheese rolls? Well, yeah. For cheese rolling, they use, like, the, the really rounded, like, pizza cheese cheese rolls. Roll, big wheel yeah. of cheese. Looks like yeah. a wagon wheel. Yeah, they were doing it at the park. Really? I, I'm not actually lying. I saw them doing it, yeah. Well, well what about you, Cletus? It was, like... Well, a- it wasn't a wheel of cheese. 
But I have seen people chase things down hills before. <laughs> Do you have some examples? Uh, like a runaway sled, runaway car, uh, their donkey. <laughs> so I think each one of those tractor wheel. <laughs> one time I one time I watched Bill run down the hill for probably like 15 minutes trying to get his tractor wheel back. But, but and then he got you know when you start running super fast down a hill and you fall over all over the place because you're going too fast your legs can't catch up. I remember well, he did that. that. And he he fell he fell face first. And he rolled down the hill and everyone's laughing at him. So he was just going. Um, so nobody helped him. They they just they just laughed. They at threw him, him a glance of Car- um, uh, Miller's light and he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they there's something. Um, so in in each one of these cases, Cletus, I think there's something they have in common. You said that runaway. These these guys lost something and they're chasing after it. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see how isn't the that, cheese rolling got isn't started. Isn't that like the same thing? Kind of. I can tell you how it got started. Some baker was baking his cheese, and it rolled off his baking wheel, and. It rolled down the hill, and he had to chase after it so he could sell his prized cheese wheel. Yeah, that I'm is guessing not... like I'm guessing like somebody saw it and they went, "Hey, I can make a sport about that." That is not entirely accurate. Let me read you the history of cheese rolling just really quick here, if you guys if you guys allow me. Um, All right. The first written evidence of cheese rolling is found from a message written to the Gloucester Town Crier in 1826, and even even then, I guess it was an old tradition. Um, but supposedly, um, it has pagan origins of a custom of rolling objects down hills. Uh, they would roll uh, bundles of burning brush, um, and it was it was to represent the birth of New Year after winter. Um, and and I so it's it's actually a fertility rite to encourage the fruit of harvests. So it's actually a a rite of you know, it's it's actually kind of like they're sacrificing to the gods. They roll things down the hill so they get a better harvest this year. So that's crazy. These pagans rolling stuff down the hill and they do it almost. Uh, so they're sacrificing their cheese wheel and then have a bunch of hillbillies run after it. So they get more better harvest so they can get more cheese next year. And I don't know if you I don't know if there are hillbillies in England. Yeah, I'm guessing Trust there is. me. Trust I me. They, I, I think I think the English. There is definitely the hillbillies in Europe. So uh, I think those so, are very high class individuals. So sticking to the facts here, guys. I'm gonna say this is this is my this is my argument. I'm gonna say that ironing is more of a performance art, so it's not really a sport. No, it is definitely a sport because and, it's and hitting your head with a hitting a soccer ball across a table tennis. Any any Yahoo in his basement would come with, up who's with that. To say, who's to say a sport you know, has to have competition? Cheese, cheese rolling has a long heritage behind it, and it's completely insane chasing things down a hill. So that's it. That, boom, chasing I win. stuff down a hill. Right, yep, oh. I, agree, I agree with Fizzywig on this wait, one. Wait, whoa, sorry, whoa, whoa. Ethan. So, that is wait. completely insane. All right, all right, all right. Give me a chance here to explain myself. Okay. So you're saying... Like, okay, so let's go to the park here. You're, you're sitting on a hill, and then you drop a ball, and it rolls down the hill. And somebody, you run down there to go pick it up, and that's insane? That's just accidental. It's kind of like in Cletus's that's example. That's probably the way they actually found out how to do it. It probably wasn't oh, part of this is the This is deep-rooted in pagan tradition. They didn't just accidentally, it wasn't like uh, old... Um, you know, uh, Billy Bob ro- lost his tractor wheel, and then he goes rolling down the hill after it. That's, That's just pretty some... much what it sounds like. Well, no, well, no Ethan, this is where this is this where you got it wrong. This where you got it wrong. Who says who says sports? You always have to have one person who could win the game and lose the game. You still have competition, yes. Well, but I'm the host here, and I said that you have to win the game or lose. <laughs> hey, the moderator has spoken. I'm so I'm the sorry. host here, and I say he has to be a winner. Cletus, you were gonna you were gonna make a point. Okay. Well, so what what he's trying to say here is it's not just some it's not just some hoo ha rolling something down the hill. It's some crazy Pagmanadian that started this weird tradition where they roll stuff down hills. 
So that's, you're saying so you're saying the people who do it nowadays are pagans. No, I'm saying that's, the pagan then, after then they're pagan not Yuhas? It's very possible they're pagans, but no, they're they, they're definitely Yuhas. So they're pagans. The people doing this sport are pagans. Is that what you're saying? Or they're well, it, or are they doing it for fun? It has pagan origins. But yeah, it has pagan can, origins, but are they pagan now? I don't think you can come, jump to the conclusion that they're all pagans. I'm sure one or two of the these Gloucester men so running down just, the hill might be. So they're just doing this for fun now. No, they're doing no, it for the sport. But the it's act serious business. It, it, it's serious? Are you serious so business. they're pagans? And, so and like hold they're doing on. this for a better purpose every year. Hold on. I just read something else on this. Apparently they do it on Wit Monday, which is Pentecost. It's um Holocaust. Pentecost, not the Holocaust. Oh. Different things. It's a it's a holiday, it's a Christian holiday, and it's a movable feast. So the so the pagan part was rolling things to get better with more fertile crops. In the Christians, Pentecost being a movable feast, hence rolling cheese, your feast is moving. So there's a very specific purpose seated in deep-rooted traditions. So they where, have feasts with these cheese. Yeah, so head table tennis and ironing, just some lunatics just started doing it one day. So, There's no deep-rooted no, origins here. That's that is a I'm good saying. point. That, that is a is very good saying. point. That doesn't make it weird because it actually has origins. It actually, well, the topic is the craziest topic. sport. That's right? not crazy. Uh, that's, because that's not crazy because it's a Christian-rooted thing that people do. So you're telling me running down a hill after a block of cheese is not crazy? Yeah, but if it if what That's you're going off of what Fizzywig said, if you're going off of what Fizzywig said, he's seeming he's saying it's normal. Well, he's it, saying it's a Christian tradition. Well, yeah. I agree with Fizzywig. Well, you know what? I, I Ethan is changing my mind a little bit here. If you think about what crazy to normal is. All right, that's cultural. Like here in the United States, something that's completely normal to us, like Maybe table tennis somewhere else, yes. and and soccer in in Britain, that could be crazy. But um, I'm gonna say soccer, for example, that's universal. Everybody has soccer, and there's yes. some crazy, crazy soccer traditions. And ironing, I'm a. I don't necessarily know enough about ironing to know if everywhere around the world people iron. Um, but I think only in Britain, I know you guys said, I know Ethan said he saw somebody rolling cheese down a hill. I think, and, I think it was just for fun. They were like and, imitating. What they were and doing. Cletus has seen various hillbillies cha chasing after their various uh, items because they got away from them. But this seems very specific to, to Britain. And I think even in Britain, I think they think it's crazy. I still feel like even though they do it every year, it's got to be like a normal occurrence. People don't, like, actively do this. People don't actively do extreme ironing. Like, they don't come up in groups and do this every year and cheer on their friends like, Yeah! You're doing ironing while skydiving. Well, no, they, I, have a, I have a suggestion, Cletus, if you'll let me as the host. I have a suggestion. You know, Ethan's right here. What? Okay. It's me... annual, so it's yes. not crazy. You know what's going to happen. So it's just like normal there. It's yes. normal to happen every year. It's normal there, but to us, that might be crazy that every year they roll cheese down. Because that's like the running of the bulls in Spain. Yeah, you know, these guys are chased by bulls, and a lot of them get gored, and they get they literally get their rear ends pierced by bull horns. But here's why <laughs> mine's more end. crazy. Because <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> well. Here, I have a suggestion. Let's let's go to the word crazy in the dictionary and let's then let's put each one of these sports against the word and see which one Loco. closest applies to the so here's the actual Webster's definition of crazy. Mentally deranged, especially as manifested in a wild or aggressive way. And here's the here's the sentence. Use it in a sentence. Stella went crazy and assaulted a visitor. There's a second definition, which just says extremely enthusiastic. Like, I'm crazy about Cindy, or I'm crazy about pizza on yeah, pizza day. Yeah, so if, if it's also extremely, oh. and mine's called extreme ironing, and 
I'm saying this because people do this annually. They do cheese rolling annually, and it's normal to them every year in that certain area of the world. So, but is extreme ironing normal to one place in the world? Well, let's. It's okay, not. Let's, let's, He's let's, right. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's crazy everywhere around yes. the world. It's insane. But yes, not just in one place. Oh. It's not specified All right. in one I, place. I declare that I, I'm on Ethan's side. Well, wait a minute. Re- restate, restate what you said because we were talking over each other. So you're saying that if everybody, if it's universally crazy, then it's it's a really crazy sport. But if it, right. everywhere around the world, it's insane. Not just in one spot. Like ironing while hang gliding would be considered insane no matter where you are. Yes. But rolling cheese down a hill in, in England is just normal business. Yes. Oh, that's a hard that's that's hard to argue. I'm on Ethan's side. Oh man. We might have a victor here. I declare Ethan the oh, wait winner. A wait a minute. You can't do that. You gotta follow the rules, Cletus. You just because you're the host. We gotta do this by the book. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm, just, vote. I'm so first. sorry. Oh, I, go ahead, Ethan. I, I just can't believe how serious we're taking this. <laughs> we're going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I can't stop giggling like in my head. Like we're talking about cheese rolling here, and somebody hang gliding while ironing their clothes. All right. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get on with this. <laughs> All right. We're gonna state our final arguments, and then we're gonna take a vote. If you boys and, and girls want to debate it yourself, you could do that in the, your Facebooks, your or your or the comment section or whatever. I'm not sure. Or your Instagram your, crackers or your Instagram majiggers, but uh, just do it there, and we might change it if you if if a good point comes up. But anyway, let's get on to our final arguments. You go first, Mister Fizzywag. Fizzy All right. Wag. So I think. I think we've established that it has to be crazy everywhere. So if it's normal in one spot, so this is my, mine is cheese rolling. That's my, my position. If it's considered crazy universally, then it, and it wins. But if, if anyone considers it normal, then they can't. So I'm just going to read this last thing that happened on March 24th, 2010 in Gloucester, England. The organizers followed backlash regarding how the event would be run in 2011. And there's been a lot of pressure from the local council who said that this is, it's dangerous. And they actually were starting to include security, perimeter fencing, crowd controls, because they said that this running of the cheese is dangerous. So I argue with my final argument that even in Gloucester, they think cheese rolling is crazy. So that's my position, and I, I think cheese rolling is crazy everywhere, and it is the craziest sport. Okay, Ethan, your final argument. Argue. Uh, it was uh, okay. It's, uh, I, so I got I got some facts here about actually like hang gliding here, and it's surprising because guess who did this research? The PMC, which is the U.S.'s National Library of Medicine. Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, so this was in 2009. They had 200, uh, 220,000 people who performed skydiving while doing this sport, this interesting uh, ironing. Yes. And uh, <laughs> 71% were either harmed or injured in some oh. way. Yeah, 71%. Wow, that's damn. And a majority of the 71% were fatalities. So not 79%. 79% were caused out of that 71% were human error. So all I got to say here. I think that's the nail in the coffin of my cheese roll. No, no, it's not. All I got to say here is that you said how many people? Say it again. In 2009, 220,000 people. 220,000. Now, how many people are rolling down cheese hills? Not where, that many. Where are you getting the fact 220,000 people were skydiving while ironing? Yeah. Come on. Because that makes it not as crazy. 
So I think. Wait, no, 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 no. I think no, that. Sorry, it's not two hundred and twenty. Sorry, I said that wrong. It's twenty-two thousand. Two hundred and twenty. Not not two hundred twenty-two. Twenty-two thousand. All right. Well, that's still a lot of people considered to like the forty youngsters that want to it's run down the hill after some cheese. All these insane iron ironists. Wait, this isn't this isn't ironing. This is just skydiving. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's that clears up a lot. So. All right. But I think the important thing is, Ethan, you stated that seventy-one percent of the people that did ironing while skydiving were injured. Yeah, I, I messed up. That wasn't, it was skydiving, not ironing while skydiving. Oh, so skydiving all by itself is, yes. da- is crazy. Extremely dangerous. So if you add ironing on to that, that changes my, all right, I think I have, my, my final argument is that mine's stupid, and then I agree with Ethan here. <laughs> because if, if 79% right, okay. of people died while skydiving, imagine what would happen if they had a freaking hot iron with them. All right, I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How would you plug that in while you're in a portable generator? Well, um, I actually... So, I got... if you have a generator and an iron while you're skydiving, <laughs> and those two things land on you at the same time... I want to see a video of this. Okay, I'm, I'm, all right. I know what yeah. I'm YouTubing tonight. I, I, I actually have a story here I found was really funny. Um, okay, so this is by CBC. Um that would this be the is, Canadian is, Broadcasting Corporation, by the way. Yes. Um, so this is about two men who went underwater. Uh, no, who went to Mount Everest and set up an iron at 5,444 40 40, okay, 5, feet and started ironing. On Mount Everest? On Mount Everest. We should take a vote here. <laughs> Cletus, you didn't find that story riveting? Yeah. No. We, should take, a, we should take a vote here. And then All there's right. the previous record of 4,100 uh, 4, meters above sea level. Oh, well, there you go. Now you have ironing at different – now you're beating world records. But, so they're now, all, but they're all like at really separate times. So this one was in 1989 was the 4,100. This one was in 2003. I'm just saying that kind of bolsters your argument because I didn't really think it was a sport. I thought it was more performance art. But if you start breaking records, yeah, ironing records, now we're it, in a it, sports it's, territory. Uh, it's it's literally has a record name. It's called high altitude ironing. Okay, record. okay. With that being said, with that <laughs> being said, <laughs> we should take a vote on who wins. Just All disregard right. mine. Mine was dumb. All we're right. not going to worry about mine, and we and should Cletus, take a vote. Well, Cletus, redo the rules for voting here, just so we know. Rules go. If two out of the three members believe one person has won, that person has won. But if the viewers disagree, they can have arguments down below in, in their Facebooks and whatever. And we, if they come up with good arguments, they can't, we, might, we might revoke the winner Ooh, and switch it out. This is something new. Well, first of all, we don't have viewers. We have listeners. But I like this, Cletus. So... We can get we can start to get audience participation in these debates. So yeah, you, yeah, yes, yeah. So if you leave us feedback and you leave us iTunes reviews and you actually tell us you think that the, this could be overturned, the audience could overturn us. Audience participation, I like it. I All right, like let's it. get on to voting. Okay. So Cletus, <laughs> well, you also missed something crucial. We can't vote for ourselves, right? Yeah, you I, can't. Nope. Stop. Yep. Yep. Skip. Because I really want to vote for cheese wheeling, but... You cannot vote for yourselves. Cheese wheeling and dealing. They're dealing cheese wheeling. All right. My <laughs> vote, I feel like mine is going to be the deciding factor here. You got the cheese wheel. So, Ethan, you go first. Well, I'm going to have to vote for the cheese wheel because I can't vote for myself. All right. What about you? You I, think I think it's definitely going to seal the fate because I definitely have to vote. Now that I understand that extreme ironing as actually could be a sport, I'm going to vote for extreme ironing. Well, so I'm the deciding factor. Yes, we you are. play some suspenseful music here. I've made my decision. What is it, Cletus? Who won? Due to factors. Of records and all that goobly gook, I'm gonna have to go with competitive ironing. Yeah! Oh. 
crushed. I Once knew competitive again. ironing was a crazy sport. <laughs> so this leaves this is Ethan. This it. is your first win. Yeah. How does that make? How does that make you feel? I don't know. You have to, I have to state our official, uh, our official win. So in episode four of A Gentleman's Debate, the victor goes to the craziest sport is extreme ironing performed by ironists. And yeah, that you... brings us one for Cletus, one for Ethan, and zero for Fezziwig. And we did have a tie in, uh, in other weeks. So, so that's, that's the uh, – we're, we're one and one. Cletus and Ethan, zero for Fezziwig in the all-time general debates record. If you guys want to change that, just post your arguments and why. Uh, why the a different argument should have won. So should we have uh, yeah, to we'll post that on our, on our Facebook page? Yeah. Okay, post that. Post Right now it's Ethan's Facebook page, Ethan McNeil's, but we're going to get our own Facebook page. Yeah, for I, I got I to change it. But go onto the Facebook page and tell us if you have an argument, or or really, I think if they have a better uh, crazy sport, we might have missed some. You know, there could be yeah. something a lot crazier out there. I I bet you Cletus's relatives are per- practicing some right now, wagon wheel chasing them, I, or tractor wheel chasing. I'll them. tell you, they probably are. <laughs> Cousin Jerry watching, you know. All right, yeah. all right, you you boys ready for this funny question? Now on to, I have a funny question. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, in the summer, when we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? And after Tobin's... Sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewskis, right? Well, I need to explain in context. I'm not a fan of the government doing anything, but I've got to ask, why isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it. And now... Onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question. Welcome to the second segment of Gentlemen's Debate called I Have a Funny Question. This is a segment where I tell them a funny question that I have come up with and they do not know. Now, you boys ready for, for, my, for my question? Yes, and we've had no previous knowledge of this. No question. previous knowledge. Nope. Yep. All right. And I, I, can I say something, this. Cletus, before oh. you say that? I am really scared about what well, question Cletus is going to ask us. I, I am also right. very scared. All right. I should have never gave up my host. All life. right. So if your five-year-old self was now was moved up into your current body, what would they do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, let's start with Fizzywig. What would your oh. five-year-old self do? Oh my gosh, my five-year-old self and my current like body. So I have a, I just have a quick question, Cletus. Do, do I have the mental capacity of a five-year-old? Yes. yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, but I still have access to all the resources that I have today, like my current money, my yes. car. Yes. Oh man. Well. When I was five, that's pre-Star So there's post-Star Wars and pre-Star Wars. As you guys know, I'm a big geek. So at five years old... Oh. Do you do you relate your time with Star Wars? Like I do. Wars and my, my whole childhood, there's pre-Star Wars. and It's kind of like B.C. A.D. Me was pre-Star Wars, post-Star Wars. So pre-Star huh. Wars, five-year-old me, I, I would probably... Get into the car and I'd drive it right off. I would just crash it right into something because I'd want to drive. Remember, as five years old, playing with Hot Wheels and really wanted to drive. So I'm pretty sure I would get into the car, although I was really scared as a child. But I'm I'm gonna say that I got I'm gonna I would get into a car and just crash right through the back of the garage or something. Oh, that's well. Not what, a- well, what would you do, Mister Ethan? 
Well, okay, so I was a very, like, really, really, really nervous. Like, I had a really nervous childhood. I was really, I was happy, like, really giggly, but I was always nervous about everything. So, like, I'd be, like, terrified, basically. I'd, like, I'd realize I'm basically in my own body right now, but I'm, like, a five-year-old. So I have no that life experience, like, none. And literally, I, I just, like, have a mental breakdown. Because uh, imagine this. You're just sitting one day when you're, like, five. You, you got practically no life experiments. You are just got into elementary school, maybe, like, kindergarten. And then you get teleported into, like, uh, an 18-year-old's body. What, what would you do? You, you'd probably freak out. That's, That's like a good I'm point. Thinking. But this you want to know what Cletus would do? <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, great, Cletus. What would you do? Well, Cletus, well, I, I had a, had a, had a problem when I was a child. I was curious about everything. <laughs> you had a curiosity problem? <laughs> I had a curiosity problem. Just, just, so, just a question, Cletus. Did you, did you happen to fall on your head, too? Well. <laughs> just, just wondering. Just wondering. No offense. Well, Maybe that's why my head's a little misshapen. Well, my, my dad was carrying me down the stairs, and he said I just slipped out of his hands. Down you went. I, and I tumbled, not not tumbled. The stairs came out of nowhere. Just like that your, turned out okay. Just like your friend who rolled down the hill after his tractor wheel. Well, yeah, that was something. I'll tell you. What's All right, well, I, can get I, I would probably m- break a bunch of stuff. It was my childhood fantasy to just get a hammer and just smash my whole house to bits. <laughs> so now that, I, now that I'm older and I have the resources and the skills to do that, I'd smash my whole house to bits. You just there would be holes in the wall oh, everywhere. Wow. I remember I'd make these little Lego bombs. I'd throw them at the ground as hard as I could. I'm imagining like it's... smiley faces drawn on the walls and those like a, oh. holes everywhere. Well, I'm a little worried, Cletus, because you were just saying last episode you got yourself a new uh, gun, a 1911. Oh, my oh. goodness. You have no idea. Oh, uh, you'd be shooting up your house, hitting <laughs> it with a hammer. It would just be a mess. Well, <laughs> you know how I is. How, how I am. I would I would probably make a ruckus. <laughs> you'd I'd probably cause, make a ruckus. Oh. I'd probably end up getting arrested at the end of the day. Uh, five, a, a fully grown Cletus with a curiosity problem, a gun, and a hammer. There's no good could come of that. And a house. Uh, and a 1911 with a scratched off serial. I mean, I mean, <laughs> registered hey, serial number. Cletus, I, I would be. You, the, law enforcement could be listening to this, Cletus. Registered. <laughs> wait, wait. Please, do you have any? Uh, you happen to have any machine guns in your house? No, I, I, they're too much money. Oh, okay. Well, do you have any fifty cals by any chance? Them's them's are hard to get. You need one of them Type C license and all that googly gock. Okay, I'm just I'm just making sure because they they kind of they kind of banned any fifty caliber guns, machine guns, I believe. Well, <laughs> they they banned certain types of guns. Wait a minute, I have a question for Cletus. Are you sure you're not actually a five-year-old that got transported in your body now? I'm just I'm just wondering if this isn't, Cletus is just asking a funny question, that this might be actually uh-huh. reality. We might have a space-time problem here. I need oh, one gosh. of them psychologists, brain scientists. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. I have to move to California so I can get all of them fancy uh saboots, like booms. So just to just to be clear, uh, Ethan, I just looked up this law here, and I guess um, bump stocks of fifty caliber rifles are going to be banned in March twenty sixth of this year. Oh, I see. Like I, I I remember hearing something about like fifty caliber machine guns, or like yeah, I'm just going to the 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 Gifford Law Center website and going. Through all the different states and the the things, and I guess it's not just for that. You California's got them all banned. Well, California has now officially banned everything except sticks. You can only carry a stick. 
You can't, you can carry a stick. You can't carry any, like, you can't even, in your kitchen, you have to cut your food with a stick. No yeah, knives. Every, no knives. Yeah, just all weapons stick. of any kind have been banned except for sticks. So you got to cut in your food state? with sticks. California. What? <laughs> You're joking, oh, right? Yes. I'm joking. I am joking. California has yeah. has some stringent laws, but they, they haven't gone that far. That's all fine and dandy, guys, but I think it's time we should end this uh, episode of Gentleman's Debate. Yes, that was a good question, Cletus. I, I, that, was that was a very good one. That was excellent. I, I'm, I was very proud of you. I, I was worried, but that was that was excellent. I I'm, I want to give this one some more thought, too. I might want to revisit this one. I'm, real, I, yeah. I'm so happy for you, Cletus. You would, le- you would at least use 20% of your brain. <laughs> well, pick on old Cletus. What? That's a record uh, for him. Uh, Wish I had one of them. Uh, brain. All right. You guys got anything else you want to say before I close out the, the debate for today? Why don't you start, Fizzywig? Well, I just wanted to say, uh, I think, um, Cletus, you did a great job in your first hosting duties. And, and today's debate was excellent. I had no idea we would get so fired up about uh, cheese wheels and ironing. Um, and Ethan, I... I a, uh, a, not to not to diminish your hosting either. That's excellent. So um, I'm assuming we'll get back to uh, is is Ethan going to be our host uh, next week? Uh, I believe Cletus can be the host for a few weeks if he wants. Yep. Oh, like, all right. The okay. next two, then then the hosting goes to you, Fizzywig. Actually. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, guys, you have a great week. It's getting a little warmer here in Michigan, so I'll hopefully be getting outdoors soon. And uh, this is Fizzy Wig signing out. Have a good week, boys. All right. Any any final all right, all right any final words there, uh, Ethan? Well, uh, it was a very nice debate we had uh, today. And Cletus, you you were a uh, you were a slightly excellent host. I, I use that word very very vaguely, but. Um, yeah, it was a very good debate, and uh, I believe I will be signing off. On to Cletus. Thank you, Ethan. Well, unfortunately, this is the end of the fourth episode of Gentleman's Debate. Thanks for listening, and if you want to give us a review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. We're trying to get more listeners here. If you'd like to follow us on, on the Twitter... At pound sign gentlemen's debate, that would be greatly appreciated. And we're also getting one of them's Instagrams soon. If you'd like to give us feedback on upcoming debates or a funny question, you can shoot us an email at gentlemendebate at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week in the fifth episode of Gentlemen Debate. And it's a good one. You you should keep stay tuned and and this is Cletus signing signing out. Today's music was brought to you by musicians of Marlboro, like the cigarette company. And you can find them on freemusicarchive.org. Org stands for organization. Just want just to let you guys know. <laughs>